The archive is filmed before a live studio audience. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. I'm Nick. I'm Adam. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to The Archive. Our ever-growing library of everything, one hour at a time. You want to be where everybody knows your name. You want to go where people know people are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Thanks for tuning in. What is this? I'm Nick. I like it. What? You don't, <laughs> you don't say what your name is. Oh, man. Don't, listeners, you just don't, don't know. You, the listeners don't know. You've, you've already imposed incredible restraints on a constraints on Adam and I. You're doing an excellent job of not oh, derailing sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. The one thing that I Sorry, asked. sorry, sorry. This is a podcast called The Archive. <clears throat> Our subject this week... Cheers. Today I have oh, Drew so and Adam hard. with me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Biting their tongues poorly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Adam's actually doing much better than me. Hey, Drew. Hi. Hey, Adam. Sup. Uh, and now let's go <laughs> to the history of Cheers. This is. This is. I already had like 12 jokes lined up. Yeah. And I just got to let them go. <laughs> Cheers comes from the old French word chier, which means face or head. By the 18th century, it meant gladness and was used as a way of expressing encouragement. Today, Cheers is a simple... <laughs> and I'm just checked out. Today, Cheers... I can't. I'm like, I just, I can't. I'll just talk. I got I to gotta, I gotta back up. Today, cheers is simply symbolic, and it's a succinct way of toasting, wishing good cheer and good health to friends. Have you guys ever cheersed? Yeah. Yevil. When you did it, did you clink glasses? Not every time, but yes, I have. Every time. Yes, I have. Cool. Every time? Every time. You've never just done a raised glass? That's not cheers. That's a toast. That's interesting that you say that. Um, Because a toast comes from the 16th century. The literal practice of dropping a piece of toast in your drink. It was a common practice at the time to add a piece of scorched or spiced toast to wine. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. No idea. The bread would help to soak up some of the acidity, and it improved the flavor to pour in poor wine. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I won't do it. As a bonus, it would also help him to soften up stale bread. Hey, Shakespeare <laughs> mentions the term toast in Merry Wives of Windsor. When do you guys have a merry wife? <laughs> yes. I do. Did you know that clinking glasses means to come together? <laughs> Put your microphone down. And it's also a way to mix drinks just in case your friend is trying to poison you. I'm still sweating right now. Like you would clink and then your drink would spill into the other one? That's correct, Drew. That's a, that's I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> this has been history, 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 history of, of, of cheer. 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 Um, thank you guys. I appreciate your extreme restraint in that process. <sighs> Give us the B plus on it. You're pretty good. Uh, wow, you're generous. I am. 
I'd and, give us a C minus. And let's put that in the hour cut. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the TV show Cheers. Oh. <laughs> This guy hoping you're going to keep going with what that. What was that, that goofy episode you guys did where you basically did that exact thing where you were talking about something and then didn't, and then like 20-minute episode, and I got so mad? What are you talking about? Drew, have you seen Cheers? Was it Gorillas? It was Gorillas you did it on. I can't we remember. We did an hour on Gorillas. Yeah. There's some other episode you guys did. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. I don't think we've ever done shorter than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, I mean... That, like, is that true? I mean... Um, Intentionally shorter than an hour? I think we've gone like 45 minutes, maybe. Yeah, it was a, it was about a 45-minute episode. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about Cheers today because it's one of my favorite TV shows. Whoa. Uh, it's one of the most popular shows of all time. That's true. And it's got a great theme song. It has a great... I can play it on a piano. Can you? Can you really? Do you have a keyboard here? Nice. Uh, no. Drew, you mentioned that you have barely seen... Adam is looking for a piano on his phone right now. I don't have to look. I, I have I it right I here. I can't play it on a phone. Oh. I need a full... Just... You know, to be fair, I did only ask you guys to give me five minutes without derailing this episode. <laughs> Can I not play two notes at once? No, you can't. That's the theme. <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I've I've never seen a full episode of Cheers. Whoa! All right, Adam, how about you? Um, yes, I've seen many uh, full episodes, but I've probably not watched an episode uh, since the last season. All right. So when did it go off the air? Two thousand one. No, it was ninety <laughs> uh, three. Um, what? Yep. So, Adam would be the front runner for this episode of Olistination. Oh, Lord. Olistination. All right. <laughs> Getting all the silliness out of the beginning. Right. Wow. We have a bunch of stuff to get through. Bunch of serious stuff. Drew. What What are we listening? Are you I guessing would, characters? I, I, I will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Disdain in his face. Yeah. Characters from Cheers. <laughs> yes. I would like you to start us off. All right. Uh, Woody. Norm. Sam. Cliff. Oh, you just said Cliff. Um, <laughs> I got two more lined up. I know. I know actors' names. Mm-hmm. Coach. Good job. Frazier. Frazier. Fuck Frazier. God <laughs> damn. Uh, I see. Now I'm, um, I'm trying to think of characters that spun off of Cheers that I know. There's a lot of them. Um, Mark. That was Happy Days. <laughs> Let me ask you this. A rule. Rules. Definition. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's ever appeared on Cheers? If you can give me the name of a character on Cheers, I'll accept it. That has appeared on Cheers? Yes. It, it doesn't matter how often. It could be a one yes. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, let's go to the judges. He's appeared on Cheers. <laughs> An-, an animated Mickey Mouse walked... <laughs> Into the Cheers bar and talk to Sam and Norm and everyone. You're out. Why? <laughs> you just said anyone. An animated Mickey Mouse. Yes. Look, you could YouTube it. Uh, Adam, how far can you go? Diane. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm fine there. I'll stop. I feel like I've been... That's. You, you listed the main characters and you think you've done well? No. Then keep going. Yeah, man. I don't feel a need to. What about? I can't think of Fraser's ex-wife's name. That's what I'm bugging me. What about uh, Kirstie Alley's character, Uh, Adam? I can't remember. Oh, (laughs) was it uh, Minnie Mouse? Yeah, that was correct. (laughs) Uh, No, that was uh, what was Rhea Perlman's character? Carla. 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 Rebecca was the um, 
Kirstie Alley. Yeah. And Kirstie Alley. Lilith was... Lilith, yes. She had that fair. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a good joke, and Drew looked annoyed at himself, eh? almost, Should making be. that joke. I'm yeah. mad that I was disqualified on Mickey Mouse. That's a hell of a pull. You didn't even know it. I did know that, because it was invented by the internet. No, it's not. It's, it literally a, happened. All right, we're going to pause this. Well, why, don't you, why don't you not pause it, and I'll do what I do here. Uh, okay, do what you do. Well, we can, I mean, I will take the deep. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Dun, 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 dun. Oh boy! And they're always glad you came. You wanna be where everyone feels the same. Oh, I see what's happening here. This was not a Cheers episode. This was not a Cheers episode. This was like a special that. uh, I hear Cheers characters talking. Yeah. Do you like that Adam's not showing it to anyone? Oh, he's actively I'm, holding oh, it. Oh, me. let me hold it so you can't see it. Do you know how to share oh, something? That looks like Frasier to me. Yeah, but it's like, a, it's like a TV movie. special. Look, it's not like an episode of Cheers. That's John Ritter, I think. I can't see it. Yeah, this is like a Mickey Mouse special. Can you believe this motherfucker? <laughs> I try to have an innocent episode about Cheers, and this asshole's got to bring goddamn Walt Disney into it. I didn't do that. Cheers did. I'm skipping ahead so you can see it, and we can confirm. This is not. But again, this is not an episode of Cheers. This is a Mickey Mouse special that had a, por- a portion of it that took place in the Cheers bar, but it's not an episode of Cheers. Oh, you're the you're the guy who decides what's an episode of Cheers. No, the, actually, the, I literally the said is. we're going to go to the judges, and then I, as a judge, said you were wrong. Well, that's fine. I think you're both mad because I had Cheers knowledge, you didn't. I, you're right. I did not know about that, and that's what you're actually angry about. Uh, I did know that there were a couple of other. Bonus stop, episodes stop, like this. Stop. Yeah. And the song was over. You always go too far. <laughs> yeah, we can cut all of that out. That's cool. <laughs> cut everything, but up to this point. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> uh, Cheers was nominated for a Outstanding Comedy Series Emmy every season for its 11 years. It earned a record 170 nominations and 28 Emmy Awards, and it was ranked as the eighth best TV series by Writer's Guide, Guild of America, rather. Um, Do you know... Of all time or for that year? Uh, of all time. Do you have uh, information on the first... What, what was the number one? The first episode? No, no, on that list of best oh, TV no, shows. Oh, no, I don't. This isn't an episode about the Writer's Guild of America's top ten. Look, I feel like whenever you bring up a top ten and it's and the thing <laughs> we're talking about isn't number one... We should know what number one is. I'm inclined to agree with you. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to look it up, and I don't want Adam to look it. Up. <laughs> I, I also it's mentioned like, that I'll they look received 170 nominations. Do you want to know what won every year? No, but I feel like it's not unreasonable. I, yeah, kind of do. When a number one, when a top ten or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was created by director James Burroughs. Because let me just say, because that puts into context their spot on the list. Yeah, I mean. Here's a context. All TV shows. Number eight. Oh, okay. Was Lost on that list? It, it, it is was a TV Star show. Was Star Trek Discovery on that list? It is a TV show. When was this list written? Uh, I think it was in the 90s, actually. So, so it, probably not probably. the shows I listed. Not, I'm not <laughs> saying they should be above Cheers. <laughs> but I... Drew, <laughs> I can just look this up, guys. It's not no, a big deal. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> It's created by director James Burroughs and writers Glenn and Les Charles, who together were responsible for MASH, the Mary Taylor Moore show. I said, like, that's all the MASH people. That's kind of crazy that they, um, MASH, maybe that's the number one. I imagine it might be. Um, On that list. MASH, MASH. No, actually, if I remember correctly, Seinfeld was number one. Um, Mary Tyler Moore was in the top. 
10 moon or honeymooners. Mm-hmm. Um, Moonlighting, we were trying to say. No. Honeymooners. He said honeymooners. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not moonlighting. Oh, was... Yeah. Um, <laughs> moon. River. <laughs> River. Wider than a mile. <laughs> and they also did the Bob Newhart show. Cheers <laughs> debuted in September 1982, uh, right in between Fame and Taxi. It was NBC's America's Best Night of Television on Television. Oh, man. That preceded Must See TV by about five or six years. Nice. Um, none of the shows in the Best Night of Television on Television were in the top 50. Oh, of, other than Cheers? What? None of them. Uh, A top 50 of what? Top 50 Nielsen-rated TV shows oh, okay. oh. of that night. Uh, and Cheers' debut came in at 74th out of 77 shows. Wow. Yeah. So it had Humble a beginnings. rough start. Uh, over the next couple of years, um, they started switching out the lineup of the night. And by the 83-84 season, Cosby Show and Family Ties had come in. Both of those were very popular, and it kind of picked up the popularity of Cheers. Um, at the same time, the Sam and Diane relationship was starting to... The original Will They, Won't They. It was the original Will They, Won't They. Yeah. <clears throat> um, That's why I said it. And then in between 85 and 91, Cosby, Different World, and Cheers. Oh, man. Quite a block. Yeah, that's a hell of a lineup. Uh, so for six years, they were in the top ten every year with Cosby at number one through most of them. And then in 91, Cheers became the number one show in its ninth season. And it ended up going two more seasons after that, but that was its peak. Hmm. Um, originally, the show was going to be about a hotel, and they decided to change it to a New England bar. And uh, they had written the character to be a Sam Malone, to be a football player. And they had, uh, what's his name? Fred Dreyer, who was in Hunter and most recently in Bumblebee. There's a picture of him right there. You're up. Did you remember that guy? Recorder? Yeah. Nope, I no. don't remember that guy. Uh, but he was in Bumblebee? Yep. I guess you don't like it as much as I did. <laughs> <laughs> so he and Julia Duffy. They play with the old generals in Bumblebee, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Julie Duffy was a new heart. Julia Duffy, rather. Uh, they were looking at the two of them, and uh, they they were really focused on the chemistry between the two leads. Yeah. So that was one pair. They're like, he's too old for her. <laughs> the picture I have is a modern day <laughs> Fred Dreyer and uh, Julia Duffy in her prime. I tried to pick the most recognizable Ugh. pictures I could, but My it, God. yeah. So the other pair was William Ugh. Devane. Who was from Knott's Landing, but he went on to have like a really big career. Uh, he, he's been acting since then. You could have a massive face in the like eighties, seventies, eighties, and do really well. <laughs> he has a massive face. His face is enormous. His his teeth are very prominent. Yeah, he could swallow another human whole. Well. It's interesting you say that because he did swallow Lisa Eichhorn, who uh, was his uh, Diane that they were looking at. Okay. Uh, Lisa Eichhorn went on to star, not star, that is the wrong word, (laughs) went on to appear in six episodes of Law and Order as six different characters. Oh, wow. Nice. Have you, do you know about how like Law and Order will just be like... They just reuse... yeah. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that is totally... They're actors, man. I have friends who've been on that show at different characters. Yeah. So, yeah. so she is like a chameleon um, in that they Come couldn't on. remember that they cast her already. <laughs> she basically every two years like came back. She could play anyone, really. Yeah. Like, uh, like a tree. Or an animal. <laughs> uh, she could, but she shouldn't because trees should play trees. That's right. So uh, the tree's already admitted it, it's a tree. So... <laughs> They ended up going with Ted Danson and Shelley Long for the two main characters of Sam Mayday Malone. Yeah. Who is a working class retired baseball player. Not a football player. No, they switched it to baseball because he... Switch hitter. He was a relief pitcher. Only if he announced that first. Yeah. Uh, but he, he had the body of a baseball player, they said. 
Yeah. Uh, and Let's he, get the body of a baseball player. He he played for the Red Sox for six years, but now he was retired. He is a recovering alcoholic who is starting up a bar for what the first time. What a crazy idea. <clears throat> what a crazy idea. Um, but they're cousins. No, okay. No, no. I'm, yeah. Okay. I, I brought that up at work the other day. People thought I was the one with the crazy idea. <laughs> they're cousins. Identical cousins. And you'll find that cousins can be two of a kind. Adam? Adam, why did you sing that? <laughs> uh, we, we played, sorry folks, we looped in some recording from AOH's <laughs> performance at the International Barbershop Competition. So in the uh, beginning of the series, the, the plan was for it to be like a family of employees at a bar they wrote um sam diane carla and coach were the main characters Mm -hmm. uh diane was a college graduate in the in the first episode of it she's um going to she's about to get married and her her fiance uh doesn't have a ring and so he leaves her at the bar to go and get the ring from his ex-wife, which I think might have been like passed down through his family. Right. He wasn't just like, hey, you know that ring I gave you? Right. Let me have that back. And while she's sitting at the bar, she ends up talking to the other guys at the bar or just listening in, and they're having a conversation, I love this, about what the sweatiest movie is. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's just completely grossed out by them because she's kind of like... Uh, she's young, but she's educated, and she aspires to be high class. Right. Yeah. Uh, she's into poetry and and the theater, like Adam. Yeah, like Adam. R e not e r. Yes. And uh, I I tried to enunciate that. But I feel like he pronounced you it. You did. Right? Okay. Um, Some of our creepers are just not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, and then of course by the end of the episode, the fiance comes back, and he is decided to go on with his ex-wife and he leaves her and she's distraught. Um, also when he comes back, I think he suggests cool hand Luke as right. A sweet, sweaty movie (laughs) 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 before he leaves. And then Sam, uh, takes pity upon her and offers her a job at the bar. She doesn't want to take it. Uh, and then she, there's a moment of her like, remembering everything that somebody ordered and she realizes how good she could be at it. And she has nothing else to do at the moment because she was about to run away. And yeah, I guess my um, question is, is like, were they setting up that she was kind of dependent on this guy? Um, Like the, the offer of the jobs rings kind of odd to me, but I obviously don't have the context of the actual episode. I I think they were going to run away and get married and live in another country. Right. Yeah. So she's kind of like, oh, what do I do now? I yeah. don't have a job. I don't have prospects. Yes. And she's fresh out of school. She might even be in school. I'm not sure. But Okay. <clears throat> but she remembered that she can remember things. Yes. And she's like, sure. I can get paid for that. Wait a minute. I just remembered something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other two characters are Carla Tortelli, who's played by Rhea Perlman. Uh, she's a bitter divorcee with four children, um, crabby, angry little woman with spunk. Um, and, uh, and then of course, coach, uh, that's Ernie Pantuso. Um, do you guys remember him much? Vaguely. Ed Vaguely Jr. Uh, No. Adam? Vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> thought I just said that, but whatever. Oh, well, I thought you were just repeating what you said. Um, he was only in the first couple of seasons of it, and he he passed away in the third. Um, Did they do an episode on that? No. He uh, basically finished um, filming the third season and, and or died right at the end of it. Um, his last appearance in the show was the finale of the third season, but it was a cold open that they had recorded mm-hmm. before it. Um, and then after that, they had 
Woody come in to replace him. Right. Um, but, uh, and this is kind of interesting that they had written the character to be named Woody and then they got Woody Harrelson to play him without knowing that right. in advance. It was just a weird coincidence. And when he came in, he was, uh, both of them were, were kind of the same role of the absent-minded, lovable person that everybody got along with. But uh, Woody was introduced as his pen pal that was coming to meet him for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and then they find out that when he was talking about pen pals, that they exchanged pens in the mail. It's <laughs> totally stupid, but it's Love great. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing that I was going to say, though, was that the uh, other two characters that are like the most popular, Cliff mm-hmm. and Norm, uh, weren't originally going to be in the series at all. Uh, there was a character in the first episode that when Diane decided to take the job, she goes up to somebody at a table and starts ranting about how terrible her day was and goes through this big spiel, and then the guy at the table just says, Beer. And it was one single line, and uh, George went, who ended up playing Norm, uh, and uh, John Ratzenberger, who ended up playing Cliff, uh, were both auditioning for the same role. And that character's name, by the way, was George, and they changed it because they ended up giving it to George <laughs> Went, <laughs> which is weird that they didn't yeah. change right. Woody. But <clears throat> also, have you ever heard of a Woody? No. I mean... Yes. There's there's three Woodies in this world, right? Woody Harrelson, uh-huh. Woody from Toy Story, uh-huh. and Woody Goldberg. Who's... It's a Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. <laughs> I got you, buddy. It, it sounded right. I was like, that sounds like a name I've heard. Who's the third Woody? Woody Boyd, the one we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> so that's just Woody Harrelson. Again. Yeah, <laughs> and two of them are Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Wait, so so the guy that just said beer, yes, who was that? Well, that that ended up being George. Was it George Went? George Went in yeah. that role? Yeah, on that episode. Yeah, or I'm sorry, yeah, that ended up being Norm. Um, but does Cliff appear in the first episode? He does, and um, and yeah, so. At the audition, John Ratzenberger comes in. Uh, he, I, I could do a whole episode on John Ratzenberger, by the way. Fascinating dude. He started his career. Save a Ratzenberger episode, right? right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, he he did improv in Europe during the seventies, and uh, at the time he he was also a house framer, an archery instructor, and a deckhand to pay the bills. <laughs> All right. So he's this weird mix of like salt of the earth, yeah. and artsy theater. Adam nods in approval. Um, th- then in 1982, he came to America to do a short writing job for CBS. And on the day that he was supposed to leave to return to London, he did aus- his audition for Cheers. And for this tiny little bit part, one word line right. in, in a pilot. And on the way back, on the way out, he said, hey, uh, you guys have a know-it-all, right? And they're like, oh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and these are all... L.A. writers right. and directors right. writing about New England. And he's like, well, every bar in New England has a know-it-all. As somebody who was just like talks out of their ass and everyone just has to put up with them. And then he does five minutes of improv of this know-it-all character. And they loved it. And they created a whole character. Around wow. It. Love it. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he went on to like, um, after the first couple of years, the lines are supposedly just improvised by him on the mm-hmm. spot. They just write into the script, like let John do his thing and he just makes shit up. And that's, that's one of the, that's like a story, uh, uh, you know, like Hollywood story that encourages people to do stupid things in auditions. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's the one time it, it worked. It's yeah. the one time that there's other know, stories like that, but no, I know, but I mean, it's just like, <laughs> The the one the one percent chance that it'll happen, yeah. you know, and no. and like he just off the cuff is like, you got this right, and it ends up in that's amazing role yeah. for him. Makes his career. Yeah. I also want to know if he made up the New England know it all, and just yeah. took advantage of the fact <laughs> yeah. that they didn't know, and they were like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. 
Either way, it's brilliant. Yeah, and it's a great character. If you made it up, that kind of adds even more brilliance to the top of it. Yeah. But uh, Can I uh, mention one of my only pieces of, like, knowledge about Cheers, mm-hmm. and it's Cliff-related. It's Mickey Mouse. It's not even it. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, something that my dad and his brothers would always crack up over. Uh-huh. Is when Cliff appears on Jeopardy. Oh, that's one of the best moments of the show, definitely. Am I allowed to bring this up? Oh, yeah, I, I don't care. I don't do any of that save it for later. I want it all right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I have never actually seen it. I just know that he gets to the, the final, you know, uh, round. Where, well, Jeopardy. Where, I, I, I will say this is eight seasons, 14th episode. It's called What is Cliff Clavin? And it's building on the fact that he's been full of these bullshit trivia yeah. answers for all these years, and he ends up on Jeopardy, and, and yeah, go on. Well, so he gets the final question. I don't remember the question, the answer, the final answer yeah. is lists a bunch of names, I think. Yeah, so at this point, he has $22,000. He's more than double the other contestants. <laughs> and that's the quintessential thing, is yeah. that he's got a lock. Right. If you know Jeopardy, it's like all he has to do is not. Got a dollar. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's won. Um, and then the question is the answer. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Archibald Leach, Bernard Schwartz, and Lucille Lesure. And then his question <laughs> is is and I think I uh, hope I get this right. People who have never been in my kitchen. That's it. <laughs> 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 and then he argues about how he's yeah. technically correct. It's. That, and that is a, I, I, that did he, is, did he bet it all? He bet it all. Yeah. yeah. Th- that is yeah. absolutely an argument I would also make. Yeah. <laughs> the, the great thing is, um, uh, first of all, the, the, pulling a cliff Clavin became a right cultural thing that spun out of that. But at the end of the episode, Trebek shows up at the bar and, uh, <laughs> and cliff comes up to him to like argue with him about it. And Trebek says that he, uh, agrees with him and that he's thought about it and he was right. He was technically correct and he's decided to quit his job because of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like Cliff talks him out of it and he walks away and he has a drink and uh, I think Norm comes up to him and he's like, that was really nice of you to come down here and, and do that for him. And he goes, oh, I didn't know he was going to be here. I was just here to get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I just made all that stuff because I'm scared of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's another episode that uh, that uh, Sam gets uh, a bunch of napkins that have trivia on them. And Norm is sad because his job there is <clears throat> ruined because of it. Cliff? Cliff, yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um yeah, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to say about John Ratzenberger, since I don't want to actually do an episode about him, is that <laughs> a couple of years ago I had heard that uh, I saw this list. It was the top eleven actors who had grossed, who had been in movies that grossed the most amount. Right? Have you seen this? You mentioned this before. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, not on the show, but okay, I'm possibly then too. Yeah. Uh, but he was number six on the list. Number yeah. one, Samuel Jackson. Right. Uh, no. Oh, I was, different list? Yes, because this is from 2016. Uh, uh, yeah. And it was an interesting list because... I was trying to give you your number one, Drew, so you wouldn't feel incensed. He gave the number six yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, trying right, to give you right, number right, one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but the interesting thing about the list is that most of them were people that you wouldn't have thought of that did voice acting work and right. stuff like that. Because he's in all the Pixar movies. Yes. Except for one. Which one is he not in? Do you know which one? Uh, no. You're not in Coco? No. Uh, Coco is Disney, not Pixar. I'm challenging this. Coco's Pixar. Pretty sure Coco. Oh, maybe you're right. Coco's Pixar. He has a one word line in it. Yeah, he does. Gracias. Yep. Um, See, now you got me on the spot. Uh, I think he was not in. He's in all the Toy Stories. All Toy Stories. He plays Ham. He's in Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. I mean, I'll go and t- tell you his website cars? says that he's no, he was the trucking cars. in every single one of them. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you're calling John Ratzenberger a liar, 
Well, he didn't know that Coco was a Pixar film, so maybe he's yeah. thinking of a Disney film that John Ratzenberger is was not in. Was it Frozen? Because that's, that's not Disney. Pixar. All right. Well, Adam. While Adam looks it up. Look it up, Adam. Um, yeah, he was also <laughs> he was also in Superman, Star Wars Episode Five, The Emperor Strikes Yeah, I do Bach, know about that, yeah. And Gandhi. I had no idea oh, any of those. Gandhi. I knew he was in Empire. He's, one of, he's on Hoth. And is he... He's recognizable. He's recognizable? Yeah. Man, I'm going to yeah, go watch that Yeah, if you that watch again. that again, you'll see him. Yeah. Um, it <clears throat> makes sense to put him on Hoth. I don't know yeah. why, but... Who... Uh, what was it before he was in... What did you say before? Superman. Oh, Superman. Who's yeah. he in Superman? I don't remember. But, uh, that, yeah, that was in his bio. Those were, like, his three big acclaimed movies. Yeah. Uh, currently, he's working with actor-director Kevin Sorbo in the upcoming film oh, East Texas Miracle, a faith-based project. Oh, no. What's so wrong with that? Look for that. Uh, well... What's right with that? I mean, besides John the, Ratzenberger. The current uh, run of Kevin Sorbo films. Oh, yeah. oh. Is unpleasant. Um... So, yeah, in this top ten list, he beat out Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford. He had a total of $4.65 billion at the time. And I got curious, and I looked at the current list mm-hmm. of the top 11. Number one? Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. That's right. Uh, with, like, seven-point-something billion. Who's number two? Take a guess. It's close. Harrison Ford? Less close. No, more close. Get Get closer. Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. And he had like five points something. So Samuel oh. Jackson has taken the lead. Yeah. Um, everybody's favorite tree, ScarJo. <laughs> In at number three. <laughs> I'm going to mention Groot. Everybody's <laughs> favorite tree. All right. Vin oh, Diesel, yeah. go on. Um, hey, I hope no one's getting on Vin Diesel's case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Anyway, those... Movies just pushed poor John yeah. Ratzenberger Aww. and everybody else out. The top 11 now has eight actors who are in Infinity War. Another reason to um, dislike the MCU. Yeah. Get out of here, MCU. Get out stop making movies. Yeah, let John Ratzenberger make movies. Yeah, or put him in one of them. <laughs> Get him back on that list. Um, I know Don Cheadle and um, Bradley Cooper... Um, I don't remember the other. I think one of the Chris's, <laughs> maybe two of the Chris's. I think Chris Pine wasn't. No, Chris, um, Captain America. Chris Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's my favorite John Ratzenberger fact. John John Faxtenberger. Yeah. Um, the average amount of money. And I did the calculations here myself. That you swallow every year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Chuck Tingle? <laughs> what? Is it? What? I, I'm just throwing the rest of this episode out. There's an Instagram account called Chuck Tingle that I recommend you follow. <laughs> and it, he had a fact the other day that was um, the average amount or the average person consumes 10 meals per year that were prepared by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like a PSA. It was like, thank you, ghosts, for nourishing the hungry. <laughs> Whoa, Chuck Tingle? Yeah. Um, this episode brought to you by Chuck Tingle. Cheers. So the average amount of money that a movie has made with John Ratzenberger in a supporting role is $316 million. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Uh, to, uh, the thing about Samuel Jackson is his average amount of money per movie is like 150 million, uh-huh. because he's made over 100 movies. Right, he's, okay, done, so he's, he's done so many, so long, yeah. But he's, you know, I saw things. He's like, make it Indiana Jones five, and he gets some of that action. Yeah, <laughs> so he wants to like just get, yeah. Um, so the average amount of money that a movie's made <laughs> when John Ratzenberger is in a cameo appearance, previously was supporting role. Up from three hundred and sixteen million <laughs> to five hundred and seventy-eight oh million. Oh God! Now, does anyone want to take a guess? How much? I couldn't see it anyway. You don't have blind now. How, how much money 
a movie makes if John Ratzenberger is in a leading role? Oh. He was in House 2, I think, his leading role in that one. House? Or maybe it was just... Maybe it was just uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, 19 million. What did you say? 19 million. 19. I'm going to go with uh, 42 million. 19 million or 42 million. Uh, Drew wins us. The correct, correct answer is one thousand dollars and one hundred and seventy nine. Oh, wow! Yeah, and those were your John facts. So, so the moral here is that it, you need to get John in your movie. Yeah, but the most minimum right, amount of time, yeah. Yeah. as minim- minimal as you can make it. Yeah. Did you ever find that Pixar film he wasn't in? My world is rocked right now. I'm so confused. Yeah. Uh, you should go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> I do. Like Fraser Crane. Hey. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Now, I am curious. Uh-huh. Did, did you guys watch Fraser? Oh, yeah. I did, yeah. Because I also didn't watch that. And and do you... F- how How... Uh, connected are they? I know it's the same character. They're very connected. Does he ever? Anyone from Cheers ever show up in oh, sure. Fraser? Everyone from Cheers. So eventually, everybody but Kirstie Alley. Do you know why she didn't? She doesn't like him. No, Adam. She was too busy living in Boston. Because she's a Scientologist and she doesn't believe in psychiatry. Oh, that's right. Is that true? She's a Scientologist. It is. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, but. And she doesn't believe <laughs> in psychiatry. Yeah. Right. Um, of the 10 main stars, every single one of them made at least one appearance. Wow. Uh, Shelley Duvall. Thank Duvall. you. No. <laughs> Long. <laughs> I was messing with you. <laughs> I was about to say it, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, she made a few, which um, it's kind of interesting because, like, she, she stayed in this area. The will they, won't they was the leading part of the show. They And spoiler alert, uh-huh. willed they? Uh, they willed didn't. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but by the end of it, you're, you're happy in a bittersweet way. Yeah. Because... Um, Why? Uh, well, she left to go do movies anyway. That's when Christiality showed up. No. Why? But the character. What happens to the character? No, no. That I think is accurate. Shelley Long left to go make. Um, no, 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 no. The character <laughs> you do, I, I, and I'm, I'm trying to say that I'm not sure because she left. <laughs> she left one time to go write her novel. Okay, and I think when she maybe, maybe that was when she left the show. But at one point she left to work in Hollywood. Okay, so that's why I was agreeing with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the will they want they thing. Uh, you know, right off the bat, the writers realized that they had great chemistry, yeah. and they shifted the show from being about this family unit to being about the couple, and, and every episode was about their relationship pretty early on. Uh, at the end of the first season, but they, you know, they hated each other. Right, right. fought all the time. Opposites attract. Um, As a matter of fact. It's like uh, DJ Scat Cat. Scat Cat, yeah. MC. Paula. And, oh, MC Scat Cat, and, very and sorry. Woody uh, Goldberg. DJ Paula Abdul. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the first season, I really want some DJ <laughs> to just start calling himself there, DJ Paula Abdul. There probably is one. Um, but uh, yeah, at the end of the first season, in um, every every season had a cliffhanger, pretty much. Cliff. But, yeah. Norm. At the end of the season. <laughs> Cliff ended up hanging <laughs> off the side of a cliff. <laughs> uh, no, they kissed for the first time. Whoa. With yeah. their mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, I'm... I'm Stop. <laughs> if I'm going to go through the, these in, like, chronological, I wanted to bring up that there was this one episode in the first season called Boys in the Bar, uh, which was inspired by the coming-out story of uh, uh, L.A. Dodgers baseball player Glenn Burke. And it's... This episode where one of Sam's old baseball buddies uh, comes out and Sam uh, has mixed feelings about it, but he decides to support him. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else in the bar, including Norman Cliff, are all worried that suddenly it's going to become a gay bar. And 
this is uh, 82, it's I like think. It's like 82, 83. Or maybe early yeah. 83, yeah. Um, and this is an interesting episode because, um, I mean, the, the, the their plot of it ends up being that Diane uh, thinks it's ridiculous that the guys are upset about it, and she tells them that there are two guys in the bar who are gay already, and then they all get suspicious of each other and decide <laughs> that this one table is the gay people, and then they try to run them out. And then, you know, the the lesson is learned in the end that they are normal, nice people like yeah. everybody. Um, but it's still kind of like if you watch it today, it it wouldn't come it, off it, as like progressive. No, not at right. all. Um, and in fact, the final punchline is the two guys like coming up and kissing Norm on the cheek. And yeah. he's like, ooh. Um, <laughs> now, the thing is, though, that when it. Originally aired, they won a bunch of awards for it. Yeah. Um, and but it was still kind of a controversial episode. And this is eighty-three. Oh sure. Yeah. Right. Um, and they said that when they aired it, because or when they performed it, and did you guys know that Cheers is before before a live studio audience? Oh, I, I didn't did. Know that. Yeah. I did. They actually say that at the beginning of every episode because people were complaining that they were turning the laugh tracks up uh, too high. And so they had to. People like, are laughing too hard in real yeah. life. Uh, but turn them down. I can't hear. The writer uh, Ken Levine said um, that the audience silence, dead silence. You could hear crickets. It wasn't like some people got it and others didn't. Nobody laughed. Not a single person. No one had an explanation. So, at which part? The norm being kissed or overall? the whole episode? Yeah, um, they just didn't know how to respond to it. Um, but yeah, I wanted to, to bring this kind of thing up because like this, the token character, you know, mm-hmm. um, at a certain point that was a monumental thing, right? you know, to have that was, groundbreaking. was good. Yeah. And then you slowly start moving that needle yeah. and at a certain point, if you have this kind of situation where the, the entire cast is straight and then somebody's cousin comes in and is like, hey, I'm gay. Yeah. It it doesn't feel right. It feels like a PSA. It feels like they're, like, pandering. It right. feels like they're taking advantage of a culture. Um, and that eventually you have this period, like, you know, there's still more to go. But we have characters on TV today that are all over the spectrum. Yeah. Like, Broad City is one that uh, none of the characters in their bio are like this character's gay or this character's bi or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that that might be an aspect to them. Right. You know? And there are other shows like that that I can't think of, but we've we've come a treated as way. as whole people as opposed to Yeah. Caricature of person. Hey, this is the gay guy, this is the Yeah. African American, this is the whatever. Yeah. So when we were talking earlier and having a nice Friendly conversation an off mic. Uh, we had an off mic, off mic Westfall. spirited discussion about uh, certain celebrities yeah. making statements uh, that I, were th- yeah, that presented without full context. Now I know. <laughs> this is what I was thinking about yeah. in in that context. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Sam and Diane. <laughs> will they? Won't they? The end of season two ended with them breaking up. So you, well, they willedn't. Yeah, they you had them get oh, together. Oh, they willed. They smooched it into one. Yeah. And were together they, for two and then broke up at the end of two. And then they willedn't. Um and then season three uh comes back and Sam has become an alcoholic again. Oh no. He's a wreck. Uh Diane comes back and uh convinces him to go see her psychiatrist friend. Oh, and Sam thinks that she's trying to get him, you know, back off the wagon uh-huh. uh, so that they can get back together. And he doesn't realize that she's romantically involved with Frazier. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they. Stop. They are the new will they, won't they? And Sam. Frazier and. Well, okay. They are. They are the. They will. They will. Yeah. <laughs> they <And> then, will. <laughs> And then it leads up to the finale of them uh, where they're going to get, or they're leaving for Italy to get married. 
and Diane kind of hints that she still has feelings for Sam. They go to Italy, and then uh, Sam decides to fly out to see her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, they have road trouble while they're in Italy, and she uh, goes up to a payphone, and she's been, like, fantasizing that he would come and save her because she's a r- romantic. Mm-hmm. And she calls the bar, and uh, the answering machine picks up, and it's Sam pretending it's not an answering machine and she falls for it and thinks he's just at the bar and gives up and hangs up and, um, and isn't able to catch them in time. Um, he isn't. Yeah. So then they leave on this other cliffhanger of her getting married to Frasier, but the next season starts and Frasier comes to the bar with a gun because Diane broke up with him because she's still in love with Sam. A lot of drama. But uh, eventually, Frazier becomes a guy at the bar? Yeah, he does. Oh, but, yeah. But, um... But oh, he, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. No, he... It, the gun wasn't loaded, and he... He, uh... Eventually tells Sam where she is, and she's uh, having, like, a self-made penance doing... Working at a convent... And so Sam goes to find her and convinces her to come back to the Still bar. in Italy? Maybe. Two trips to Italy for Sam. No, maybe I, maybe she's back. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he tells her about, you know, going for her and that he wants her to come back and maybe they can have a relationship, but she should come back to her job too. And so it resets everything again. So after four seasons of this, um, Shelley Long started feeling... Uh, like they were just going in circles. Yeah. Like the listener feels. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she decided to part and follow her movie career. Do you remember what movie she made? I do. uh, Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, And Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah. She got Girl Scout. Yeah. Oh, the the movie was a moderate success, Hmm. but not quite what she was expecting. Right. It's a cute movie. Yeah, I remember liking it moderately. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's like mid-80s comedy, pretty yeah. blasé. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Um, and then, uh, you know, they weren't sure what they were going to do after that. They decided that they had to come up with a new character that uh, wasn't Diane, yeah. but would still be, kind of fill that role as a female lead. And they uh, ended up with Kirstie Alley. She was like the, um, at, yeah, at the, that point, Sam decided to sell the bar. He sold it to um, a corporation, and they brought in uh, Rebecca Howe to be the manager of the bar. And uh, and she was like the anti-will-they-won't-they. They, yeah. Because she, I mean, they were still like playing off of the, he continued to be a womanizer and try to hit on her, but she just right. was never having it. <clears throat> Does like for the rest of the continuity is the bar owned by this company? Uh, no, Sam ends up getting it back eventually. Okay. I don't remember that specifically, but um, yeah, the uh, well, losing the sound there a little bit. Um, yeah, one other thing I wanted to talk about was something that I love about the series is the bar flies. They have this group of guys that have like one or two lines per season. Yeah. But they're always in the background. I say like they, it's like Cliff and Norman and the other guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And here, I've got pictures of them here. Yeah. Uh, do you recognize them? Can't really see it very well, but, uh, uh, that, uh, so there's Paul, Alan, Tim, Phil, and Steve, which you would not know by name unless you were hardcore. And Al. And, and then old Al, um, Al, the older guy, was in 74 episodes. And, like, five of these guys were in the season or the uh, series finale. So they, like, kept them in. A couple of them dropped out a little bit, but they still yeah. brought them back. And, you know, if you, unless you were paying attention, you would never know it. Wow. But they weren't in every episode. No. The, I think the only two people who were in every episode were Sam and Norm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Also, they the beer that they were drinking on the show uh, was always like the uh, the weakest beer that they could find. It was like two three percent or something, uh-huh. and, and it had salt in it, oh. so, so that it would keep the head, uh, the foam at the top of the beer. Um, and so you had Norm sitting there drinking it throughout the the show, and it's probably disgusting. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> Um, you were talking about Fraser earlier. Uh, so, uh, Kelsey Grammer started playing him in season three. Mm-hmm. He did nine more seasons on Cheers, and then he did another 11 on Fraser. Jeez. So, he actually has the record for America for the longest yep. running character, character in yep. the series. Yeah. Consecutive? Yes. yes. There's yes. a four month gap in between Cheers mm-hmm. and Fraser. Um, his dad from Fraser. Uh, was resurrected because in Cheers he talked about his dad being dead. We, we're getting a beep, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he was dead in Cheers. Yeah. Um, and the guy who played him, John Mahoney, was in an episode in the eleventh season, which is kind of <laughs> weird. For them, That's but, amazing. Yeah. Um. And I hear those blues are calling. Another question with the whole Fraser Cheers thing. Do you feel like a Cheers fan would naturally have an, a, a, would naturally be um, a fan of the Fraser, the show Fraser, or do you feel like they're different? I, I think they're pretty similar. Um, the comedy is a little bit different because like, Cheers atmosphere is very down to earth and the Fraser yeah. characters very uh, snooty very snooty but then the but also the dad is also right. you know, yeah, the, blue blue collar white collar the joke in Fraser yeah. is that he's the weirdo character that's yeah. snooty so it's still kind of a down to earth show but isn't his brother also snooty yeah yes but they're they're played for laughs that way yeah. everybody else in the show Roz was the assistant at the radio station and um Daphne the mm-hmm. uh Living made. Um, one thing that uh, I didn't pick up on that show was that all of the guest callers were all stars. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, at one point maybe I'll rewatch that and try to pick them out. I'll, I would enjoy doing that, but I wasn't even aware of it. Wasn't there a lot of crossover? Uh, not crossover. But a lot of guest stars. Let me start over. Wasn't there a lot of characters from Taxi that would do stints or uh, cameos on Cheers? Actors from Taxi. But not the characters. No, the characters. The characters? Yes. Like, I remember the Reverend showing up, which was uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd's character. He would do a number of episodes on Cheers. Christopher Lloyd uh, was in it. I don't... I, I didn't remember him being... He's not a Reverend I, in Taxi. That's his nickname, the Reverend. They call him? I thought his oh. name was Jim. Yeah, Jim the Reverend. Oh. But he's I don't not remember that. We'll save it for the taxi episode. Yeah. I didn't watch that yeah. much taxi. Yeah, Andy Kaufman played uh, his character from Taxi. In Cheers? Did like a cameo. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it was the same with Mickey Stop Mouse. looking it up. <laughs> Mickey Mouse was on it, I, too. I, I should have started listing taxi characters. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, should have. Um, Harry Anderson was a recurring character. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, and then Night Court in the later seasons of this ended up... the the. Um, End of the block uh, was like Night Court for a little while, and mm-hmm. then Dear John and Wings. It was the weakest <laughs> part of the the block, but well, but you're not dissing Night Court, of course. No, I I love Night Court. Yeah. Here's my question. This is a very important one. Does Cheers is it a part of the Westfall universe? I don't know that. Oh. That's a great question. Did uh, the one guy? I the guy must that guy from. Uh, Homicide must have appeared in, in the Cheers bar, right? Was, Munch or whatever his name is. Was Homicide on at the time? I think so. I don't know. I'm gonna now. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Um, oh, Christopher Lloyd did not play the Reverend, but he was on the show. Uh, second season. Um, That's right. Um, <laughs> right before you guys got here, third. I. Uh, I'll be seeing you, part one. I looked up this game on um, uh, what it, uh, How Stuff Works has a website that has quizzes on it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and I did a cheers quiz. And I got, 
I got there are a lot of questions. I got everything but three, and two of them I think they were wrong about because one of them <laughs> <laughs> you are like Cliff Glavin incarnate. Uh, yeah, exactly. One of them said that um, true or false, it was the only show in history to get first and last place in the Nielsen's, uh-huh. and I said false, and they said that the first episode was last place, and I turned to Angie. And I was like, it was number 74 out of 77. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I have, here's, it is in the Westfall universe. Okay. And here are the connections. Carla Tortelli, Norm Peterson, and Cliff Clavin appeared in St. Elsewhere. There you go. Norm Peterson and Cliff Clavin appeared in Wings. Okay. Frazier and Lilith Stern and Crane appeared in Wings. And Melville's restaurant above the Cheers bar was mentioned in Boston Legal. Huh. Isn't that interesting? I love it. Interesting. Uh, Carla's real name being Maria Victoria Angelina Teresa Polonina La Suzupuni Tortolelli Labac. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And do you remember Eddie Labac? Labac? Uh-uh. Her, her husband? No. Ex-husband or? Ex-husband. Yeah, yeah, ex-husband, but no, I don't remember him really. He's like a scuzzy dude, and he, he kept coming back. And at the beginning of the series, she has four children with him, and uh, he keeps coming back for her, and they keep having more babies. And by the end of it, she has eight. Um, <laughs> Is she ever pregnant in the show? Yeah. And, okay. and actually, she got pregnant in real life. So okay. the first time she got pregnant was to you know to cover that up or yeah. to play along with it. Um, but the actor who played her uh, at one point was on a radio show and they asked him what the worst thing about, or they asked him what he thought about Cheers. And he said, it's terrible. I have to kiss Rhea Perlman. (gasps) And Kevin Levine, I think, fired him. Nice. Or just never had him back on for another role. Wow. Yeah. You never talk bad about your coworkers when acting is... He's moron. Um, so, in conclusion, good night. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You cannot. You gotta at least uh, say. Yeah, in, in the finale, um, it ended up they decided to wrap it up when uh, Ted Danson decided to move on. Okay. Um, and to actually, do Becker. Uh, to do Becker, yeah. Uh, no, they'd um, gone 11 seasons. He thought it was his time. Yeah. They offered it the uh, continuation of the series to Woody. Oh, yeah. He could take over the bar. Because um, he, he sells it to Woody at the end, doesn't he? I don't know. Pretty sure he does. Um, but um, wait, real fast. There's an episode called Veggie Boyd where <laughs> Woody gets a single line in a commercial uh, for a, a veggie power protein drink kind of thing. And his line is, I like it. <laughs> and then afterwards, somebody asks him if he likes it and he tries it and uh, doesn't. And then he like has a breakdown because he's now a liar. <laughs> I love, he's just the most wholesome character. And that's like, since then, uh, Woody Harrelson has a completely different image that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the time that was the only thing you could see him as. Right. The natural born killers kind of shut that out of the water. Yeah. Um, that was a good role for him to shake that image. Yeah. I haven't thought about that movie in a while. Um, but yeah. the final uh, three episodes, three-parter, uh, Diane comes back. She hadn't come back once throughout the rest of the series. Yeah. And they try to rekindle it again. And uh, in the finale, they... He's like, hello, Sam. I remember that, like, distinctly. Yeah. yeah. Um but they decide that, you know, it's not going to work out. Um, and I think that a lot of people, you know, you asked about if that was sad or not. Um, the will they, won't they, like, you went through that run with them where you, yeah. they had the chemistry. They were great together. But eventually you're like, no, they're not good together. You know, yeah. you really felt that way. And so I think she picked the right time to leave, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and all relationships, if you break up at the end of every year (laughs) (laughs) and then fly to Italy with Frasier. This is what I want to be the takeaway of this podcast. Um, that, that maybe it wasn't meant to be. 
you you were but you were saying mm-hmm. they offered the show to Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Did he re- t- turn it down? Yeah, he essentially, did. he was like, yeah. Um, yeah. He well, that's when Code was ninety four. So this, I mean, that was r- right after. Yeah. Uh, Cheers ended. So ninety three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah, as we depart today, um, I hope you guys. Learned a little about <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I got nothing. Maybe I'll watch Cheers. Yeah. You should. It's a good show. Good show. Yeah, my favorite thing about Cheers today <laughs> my mouth. is is when I watch it I fall asleep. Ah, <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. actually falling I, asleep I, to Cheers. Yeah. It's a good it's a quality, it's a quality show. Yeah. You know, it can it can relax you to point like Yeah. They got they got me taken care of at this bar. Yeah. They they know my name. It's it's uh, of an era that I would never recommend it to a millennial. Um, oh, I am a millennial. Uh, uh, I stay away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it is one of the the best um, studio audience shows, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I say that I like watching it when I fall asleep is that it does have like this predictability to it, and it's not something that uh, is going to keep you awake. Right. But at the same time, it's very enjoyable. Everybody on it is charismatic and it's well written too thanks for listening to my podcast everyone uh well let's raise a glass for a toast um to the show cheers and we will spill our drinks into each other put nope this is a toast and we'll put this uh, where everybody knows your name in the archive. Nope, it's not a cheers, it's a toast. <laughs> <laughs>